Internets, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. Before we get started, I want to give a big shout out to you and yours. Internets worldwide. Okay, if you're a first time listener to the Premium Pete Show, welcome. If you've been rocking with me since day one, salute, like a lot of y'all have, and I appreciate y'all. You know, I really want to take this time to say thank you for all the support for my sauce. Okay, that 100 year old family recipe that's been in the family for so many years. Internet's Pete's Premium Pasta Sauce. If you don't know, now you know, okay? You can use it on lasagna, spaghetti and meatballs, baked ziti, pizza, okay? So many dishes, eggplant, chicken palm. Keep on going. Make your dishes premium with Pete's Premium Pasta Sauce. That sounded funny. Make your dishes premium with Pete's Premium Pasta Sauce today. Go to peachpremiumpastasauce.com. Internet's. Our first product is a marinara sauce. It's beautiful. It smells good. It tastes amazing. It'll really have, I don't think a lot of y'all may know if you're not from Brooklyn, but it really smells so authentic. That's just, that's what I'm so proud about. We have sold thousands of jars all over the world. Internets, thank you again. If you support it, I appreciate y'all. If you didn't, now you know. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Pete's Premium Pasta Sauce. Go online, cop some, and uh, we're going to start being in a bunch of stores. So, Internets. I thank you again, okay? And we're only coming with that authentic premium, Pete's Premium Pasta Sauce. Now, um, I've been really taking time to focus on my mental health and my mental wealth. Life has been busy, um, but really just focusing on my family, focusing on a bunch of projects that I'm working on um, that I'm excited to announce soon. And stay tuned for them. Also, internet, you ever need to get at me or contact me, hit me up directly at Premium Pete on Twitter and Instagram. Internet, you know I always say this for those who know. Check the fuck in. If you're, if you're from uh, Melbourne, we had on, uh, Russia, um, London, uh, um, what's it called? Jakarta, I always say, uh, Chicago, all over the world. Y'all be checking in with me, sending your blessings, sending your appreciation for what the Premium Pete Show has done, and of course, in podcasting, what the late, great Combat Jack did with the Combat Jack Show, that it was an honor, a complete honor, to have a voice and a hand in that. Um, and I miss him every day. You know, um, I do. I do. I don't, you know, I miss him every day. And I know he's looking down proud, proud of his children, uh, proud of Chio Say, who is really representing as a city council in District 36, Internets, I'm proud of him, okay? I'm so excited for this episode. It's just so powerful, so real. It doesn't get better than this, I promise you. Internets, I present to you this week's episode of the Premium Pete Show with the one and only, the legendary, Steve Moderano. Let's get to it. Cheer! Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Fat Man Scoop, the undisputed voice of the club, the two-time Grammy Award winner. Let me make this official for you. Fat Man Scoop, Cork McClan, Internets. It's time to go with my dude, Premium Pete. Let's get focused. Let's go, Internets. Let's turn up one time, Premium Pete. Come on, everybody, get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up. It's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low, listen to the Show Buzz Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. It's the Premium Pete Show. Internets, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. Finally sitting down with somebody I want to sit down a long time with. Okay, I, I can say a lot of things about this guy. Chef. Okay, entrepreneur. Okay, uh, big teddy bear. Okay, but he might crush you. You know, don't mess with him. 
Internets, the one and only Steve Moderano. Listen, it's Thank a pleasure. You, appreciate it's it, a ple- It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to sit down. You know, for a while, first of all, for people who don't know Steve Moderano, you're going to learn about him today. For people who do know, okay, I want them to learn a little bit more. When you think of Steve Moderano, right, and you think about coming out of Philly to where we are today, we're going to take him around the globe. And I feel like we're going to inspire a lot of people. You know, and I think sometimes you're going to realize how much you have done with your journey. Sometimes I'll be honest with you, when you're living your own life, you don't realize how special it's been. Um, the fact that 30 years out here in Fort Lauderdale at Cafe Monteranos, everybody has come. Shaq. Uh, uh, I mean, I could keep on. I mean, name some of the people. I do, You know. Oh, we started out 30 years ago with Will Chamberlain, Dan Marino, Tony Bennett. When we went, just had five tables. Now we've done... Steven Tyler to to Sopranos to Chaz Palminteri to Kevin James to uh, Al Pacino. Sure. I mean, forget it. It's everybody. The reason I say that for is because it's a family. And what I mean by that, when they come here, you're getting that authentic. L- listen, we're going to get to the restaurant part. What I want to do is I want to break down the journey of Steve Moderano. Born and raised in South Philly. Born and raised in South Philadelphia. Coach. And mom and dad both lived, both grew up with mom and dad? It was me, my mother, my father, and uh, my grandmother. No, no sisters? No, no sisters, no brothers, no. Right off the bat, how no. today, how, when you look back on it, how was it being an only child? It was great because I learned to entertain myself. I learned to, um, you know, if you're going to have fun, you're going to play, say, with army men or trucks, you learn to play you know by yourself so it was like you didn't need a crew of people around you to have fun and that's the way i lived my whole life uh, alone you know not surrounded by a lot of people you know a lot of times we talk about family particularly in italian families and italian families are very loving and very get together and sometimes it's like too much like you know if you actually are married or date a woman that is outside of an italian heritage um, they'll probably get to a point where they get tired of going to these events all the time. You know, 100%. You know, it, it, they don't get it. They don't get it. They don't get it. Because, listen, my mother, okay, will have an event on Friday night. Then Saturday, you eat the leftovers. Sunday, you're going to come over for dinner. And then Monday, they're doing a barbecue. Absolutely. I say, listen, mom. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I'll come every day. But yeah. it's, you know, when you think about family and your mother and father, here's the only thing I think about when we think about that age group. Who was their mother and father and how much did they love up on them or show them? Because, you know, look, I love my mother and father, but they weren't the most mama was. But they weren't the most kind of how you feeling, how you doing, you know? Yeah, my father was that way. You know, he never he never really he never really like. You know, he told me he loved me, you know, but you weren't getting those hugs. You wasn't getting those things like your mother gave you, right? Your mother always talked. And, and the greatest thing was when your mother wouldn't call you your name, she would call you mom. Sure, sure, sure. And your father would call you dad, you know? And I did that when, you know, with Mikey. I said, like, you know, we call, come here, dad, come here, dad. Sure, that was sure. his first name. What was the fondest memory you would say of growing up with your mother and father? What would you, you know, do you remember like some memories of going places or Christmas or? Because uh, it was, it was, uh, yeah. Like, you lived in a neighborhood and and you didn't have much at all. Well, not, not much at all. I Actually, re- do me a favor. Break okay. down South Philly for people at that time. Like, give them the smell, the understanding, the 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 the, the, the like. Okay, we we had we had. I lived uh, I lived on Twenty Eighth and McKean in South Philly. Um, uh, 
a lot of uh, Italians, Irish, Polish, that we had the projects right across the street from us, right? Then I had my father's mother who lived on 7th and Fitzwater. That was like more Italian, but I didn't get it. I didn't understand that until The Godfather came out. When that mm. Godfather movie came out and I watched the screen, I said, that's my grandmother's neighborhood. Sure. That's what, that's how the smell. Mm. My mother, my grandmother were, were modern on my mother's side. My grandmother on my father's side was more authentic. I don't know, maybe that's not the right word, authentic. You no, know, but, yes, but more original, more, yeah. yeah. But when I saw that movie, I just wanted to go to my grandmother's house and sit and smell. And of course, it was dark in my sure, grandmother's sure, sure. house, you know. And then I started realizing what my family had, the respect in that sure, town. Sure. So it just brought everything to life. And it was like, that's what I want. That's the way I want to live my life. Sure. It was a movie. But the idea of the movie and the respect is what I wanted. So I came from two different, so when I left my grandmother's, my father's mother, when I came home, it was more modern, right? Who, my, my mother's mother took numbers, okay? She did, she took numbers. Classic. Um, right, but our, our house was modern. Yeah, we had slip covers. What did dad do? What did... My father worked for his brother. We had a very big um, vending business. Oh, nice. John's Vending it was. And my father worked for his brother. And he was, you know, he lent money out, he, whatever he had to do. But, sure, sure. but I'm going to say this from the bottom of my heart. My father got a, my father's paycheck was $166 a week. Now, mm. think about that. I went to Catholic school. You got to pay for sure, that, right? Sure. He, he had my mother and her mother living in the house. She had to take care of all of us. $166. He had to do something. My father was a saver, so he would save. And, you know, he put some put some money out on the street. But I came from two different worlds. Not that I didn't love my my modern world, which I did, but I loved that old school, Italian, real Italian. And the neighborhood was that way. When you, you, uh, you know, I could, I, I could hear it and I know it and, and I remember it. You know, you loved it so much that you become enthralled with it, right? You become a part of it, right? You become like- Thousand percent. You know, you know, is it something that you wish you may have done something different? You know, you always, you, you're one of the most heartfelt persons I ever met. I mean that. I mean that. Um, I've seen you on TV shows, uh, 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 you know, not afraid to show their emotions, not afraid to, to you know, listen, because I know, but, but it's real deal because it's the real deal. And I will say this, you know, you think about, you sometimes you'll say like, you know, you got no education. Look how far you've come. But if you could have done something different, you ever think back, you would have like took a moment. You ever think like you had a moment in Philly that you could have went right and you went left. You ever feel that? You ever, you ever felt that before? When you think back of your childhood? I'm trying to make sure I understand the yeah. simplicity of your question. Instead if of getting involved in the street, maybe you could have done something which, else. But I did. Yeah. But I'm, well, you, well, you cook. Yeah. Right? No, but, but if you said to me, what would you have done different? Yes. I would have studied and put my heart into school. Mm. That I would have done. Me, I couldn't care about school. I passed through uh, high school without going to class, mm. okay? So I never had a, I used to live in the AVA room because uh, at the time in the 70s, there was vouchers for for gas. You remember when the gas yeah, showed yeah, yeah, yeah. And my, I, I, my teachers knew who I was and they would ask for favors. And we did, I would go and ask and they got it done. I never had to go 
to class. Never, never. <laughs> but I wish I did. So it was a stupid mistake. If anybody young out there is watching, go to school, cuz. Yeah, yeah. At least, you know, I, I say this. Get an education or get a diploma. Sometimes I know people are thinking a diploma is different. I'll say get it just to have it. You never know. Because, you, you know, at that age, what are you doing anyway? Right. You know, I, I like I told my daughter, like, I, I'm, you know, I didn't finish college. You know, I went to night school. I was working two jobs. You know, I didn't have a chance to finish it. But I'm blessed to be where I am today. Likewise, look at you. Somebody didn't finish school. Uh, uh, four restaurants. Uh, uh, um, five coming. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, let's go over them. Monterano's right now. We're in the legendary over 30 years in Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Pittsburgh just opened up in Rivers Casino, which is an Italian which steakhouse. Is Italian steakhouse, which is yeah. yeah, and actually explain that what that means. Um, as we grow, to keep opening this kind of uh, restaurant, Monterano's, like in Fort Lauderdale, is it takes a lot, a lot, and I needed something to simplify it a little bit. So every time I would go to a steakhouse, it would always be the same, the same sides. I said, wait a minute, why can't I come here and get a steak with hot and sweet peppers? Why can't I order a steak and get an order linguine and clams? Why can't I? Well, I don't know, but I said, I'm gonna do it, which we did. And Rivers Casino took us on for the first one. Pittsburgh. Now, we also have Atlantic City. At Harris. Vegas. Oh, Harris, Listen, yeah. who the fuck, this yeah. guy, you didn't finish school? No, cuz. Cuz, what are you talking about? You're in Vegas, Atlantic City, Pittsburgh, Fort Lauderdale, and now, I mean, is this you? I, you kind of made some of this announcement. Are, are you finally coming home? What's going on? There's a very strong possibility coming back to to Philly with a, a, a casual concept called uh, Joey's Italian Kitchen, which is named after my my son who passed away. Rest in peace. Uh, two years and um, very casual. So what I wanted to do, I wanted to fulfill my son's his vision was to have something he loved fast fast Chip, food but good food. sandwiches yep and there's a lot of people who can't afford what what i'm doing here and i said well, well what let's just make it so everybody can have a, a taste of moderators right so that's the idea we'll keep it simple and less expensive and you could just have a great meal quality meal you know a lot of times you say it's expensive but you explain uh, why for people no, no i've heard you say this and i heard you know look but I'm proud of that. Products I'm not ashamed are, of that. Exactly. Explain what, what I'm saying is explain to the people because the products top notch, cuz. When I say top, when I say top notch, you can if you came into my restaurant here in Fort Lauderdale, you can just look at the kitchen that's open and see the quality. What I use, nobody uses at home. Wait, let's go. Let's go over that actually, because you know, being that it's food, it's just everything. Entrepreneur, food, life. First of all, the macaroni you use is gentail macaroni. Gentile, it's the highest quality, longest drying Italian pasta that's in production today. As far as I'm concerned, the 90% of people use homemade pasta. I get it, right? I get it. Uh, it's homemade. I don't really like homemade, just don't like it. I like a bite to my pasta, sure, sure. and which we don't say pasta because we say macaroni. macaroni? Yeah, okay, yeah. so I like a bite to it and we cook it to order. Now, a lot of people say that, but they cook it in the morning and then they reheat sure, it up. Sure. We do it to order. So if you order a rigatoni, it's 15 minutes. If you order a bucatini, it's 13 minutes. If you order a penny, it's 10 minutes. 10 minutes yeah. That's all timing that goes part of this brand. And we do that in all the monorails. We cook all the macaroni to order. What about the guy from Boston? Uh, you get the, uh, what's it called? The sausage, right? Uh, Bianco's in South I'm in South Florida because I love it. I can't find good sausage. We used to use... Ferrero sausage in South Philly. 
They closed. As far as I was concerned, the only one closer to that was Bianco's and Son in in uh, Boston, and they ship it to us every week. Even even like the, the, cr- even the crab meat. But no way, yeah. stay with yeah. me. This is for Lauderdale. You think ninety percent of people know know who live here, not from New York or or Boston, sure, sure. no good quality sausage. But I do. So if you're going to eat a dish and you're going to say, no, this is really good. I had sausage yesterday over this joint. It wasn't as good as this. Because we take the time to get the best. That's the truth. Because listen, <laughs> that's how you say it. You know, that's how, listen, what I want to say is this. Made to order, macaroni. Nobody does that. Very, I, I mean. They listen, say it. They, they say it, but do they don't do it. it. And one thing I learned, okay, from you and that, that, that just watching and, and, and internets, go to the Instagram. I think it's Steve underscore Moderano or go to Cafe Moderano as well. One thing I love that you do, okay? You actually put me on. It's crazy to say, you know, as Italians, sometimes like we, we're so stubborn, we think we know it all. No, you can learn every day. And, and one thing I love that you do, I put, I've got my clams. I want to give example. You take the pasta, the macaroni, and you cook halfway. Put it in the in the skill in, in in the pan, and then you cook the rest there. Who does cuts? Who you tell me? You know, listen. First of all, ninety percent of people don't know what al dente is. They think it was it was a waiter that I fired last week, <laughs> right? Al dente is a reason for that. It's got to be firm. Sure. The Italians get a little bite. We didn't have. They said they didn't have a lot of meat in Italy, right? So like you, they wanted some texture. Macaroni has to have a bite to it. So when people say it's it's too hard, I laugh at them. It's just what it is. You know, this is how we make it. You don't like it, leave. That's it, real easy. <laughs> but it's important because when I when I go out to dinner and and I ask the waiter, listen, I'm gonna order this. Is this macaroni, is it cooked now? Oh, it's dente, it's a, a cooked order. Listen to me, you. If it's not right, I'm only gonna send it back. Sure, I'm gonna sure. order 10 macaronis. Sure, sure. If they're not, I'm gonna send it back. You, then we're gonna have an issue. And he says, well, you know, they're cooked in the morning, al dente, and we, nah, nah, yeah, I don't sure. want it. It's, it's, it's mushad. Yes, yeah, mushad. You know, it, it, well, as I say, mushad means it's like, you know, soft, like mush. But I will say this. You are a person who has created so many great lines. Yo, cuz, okay? The new, the, the new one that I keep on going with, who don't want to be Italian. I mean, keep I don't on going even on. Know. I don't even know. I, I did it while, when I was cooking so on a video, right? And I said to myself, you know, I'm so glad I'm Italian. I got I got Benjamin Gilly in the background singing singing on the sure. on the on the the radio, and I'm cooking. I said, well, "Who don't want to be Italian? Think about it. Every the number one food in the world is Italian. So who sure. don't want to be Italian? <laughs> it's, it's a it's a great cuisine. You know, you think about when you think about how people cook. You know, you got waiters, chefs, people here twenty plus years. No, no, there's there's guys working the for. 27, and I'm here 30. Is that crazy? Think about it, cuz. And the other brother's here 20, 25 years. Who's here 18? I'm I, a kid from Philly. Cuz. 40 years ago, still with me. I've, ha- I've had a lot of restaurateurs on. You're more than a restaurateur, okay? People, you know, hear me out. How do, how do you establish that? How do you have people, first of all, you built a brand that you have people working. Some people, they're in and out. They're not loyal. They're not treated right. Well, that's cuz. You, you have to treat people the way you want to be treated, but they must give you respect if they disrespect you. I got told the other day I got four back servers been with me 10 years. 
and I set my station up here because I'm on the line every day. Now I said, find me a joint that you know where the owner, sure. the owner is still cooking, not at the bar drinking, trying to pick up a broad at the table. He's 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 in the kitchen cooking. Every you can watch him. He's not hitting. You can watch him. And they didn't set something up the way it was supposed to be set. We take a picture. We show them. It's the fifth time, but all five. Of them. I will fire each and every one of you. If I walk in here one more time and this ain't the way I want it, I'll close this place, open up back with five tables, rebuild it if I lose you guys. But I'll do that if you don't follow what I want. It's little details that make you successful. It's not the big picture that everybody sees. Listen, your, your house is clean, move the couch. That's clean. If it's not moved, you're just clean outside. Yeah. It's like wiping your ass. You take a shower, you don't wipe your ass. You ain't clean. But it's the little details that are so important that people forget. All they want is this. This comes. If you really got passion in what you're doing, you care about what you're doing, you got to be like your guys. You got to be in the trenches sure, with your guys. Sure. You got to show them. And I think yes. you inspire people. Believe it or not, again, you're a person like we spoke off here. You don't take compliments well. I don't mean that. I, mean, I don't take compliments well. No, I know. But what I'm saying is, cuz, it's inspiring. You know, you're saying it, but it's inspiring to go to work and see somebody. How do you expect to tell somebody to do something you won't do? Cuz. Someone's on the floor. I watch you walk past it once. I'll watch him walk past sure, it twice. Sure. I grab both of them. Now watch me. I'm going to bend down and pick, pick it, it up. up yep. If I see you walk past it again, you're fired. Now I've given people chance after chance after chance. One thing I learned, I don't know about you guys out there, once you get rid of somebody, the chances of them, can I, oh, you curse on this? Anything you, you want. They're going to fuck up again and again, stick it up your ass and get it again. Once you get rid of them, get rid of them and don't look back. That, that's the truth. There we go. It's a gem from the one and only Steve Monterano. You know, we spoke about mom and dad. Spoke about what dad did. What, was mom a stay-at-home mom? My, yeah, my mother stood at home, and uh, my grandmother worked. She Guess what my grandmother did? She worked for her her son making slipcovers. <laughs> my house has so much slipcovers, I had the runners. You, I didn't even know what- These guys were entrepreneurs at your house. Think about think that. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, we, yes. we didn't use the word at the time. Right, right, right. right. Think about it. You know, again, this is why I say- you were in a good system. You were inspired. You've seen this. No, 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 you don't. What the fuck did you do? They were doing whatever they right, had to do. Right, right. Because I, I, I had a school bag made of slipcovers where you put your books in, you could see yes, it. But my grandmother made it for me, so I had to go buy one. You know, I, you know obviously, the Monterano family, especially in Philly, um, and we'll get fully to them, you know, they have done a lot of different things, uh, businesses and, and, and stuff. You know, when you think about mom and 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 and, and dad particularly, uh, when did dad pass away? He was he was fifty four. How old were you, How many years ago was that? I, my father died two weeks before I got married. Two weeks before I got married on my first marriage. Two weeks. I, I said, I looked at that cloud. I said, I mean, come on. Does that mean I'm not supposed to get married? What happened here? Why, how could you do this? That was the first dark, dark thing in my life. But anyway, no, no, he, no, he no, died. No, he, yeah, he, well, it's sad. It's sad. He, you know, he he just went to bed, never woke up. You know, and, Rest and in peace. that's how I started my first marriage. When you think back of uh, dad, you, you know, do you? My father was a my, my okay. My father was the guy. I'm my, my cousin used to say, you know, Joe don't care if butter goes up three hundred dollars. He didn't care. My father was like, I don't care. Where it is, butter's gonna buy it. No, I'm just saying, I want to buy it. Right? You need gas. I want to buy it. My father put his family before him, especially his brothers. He put them before himself. 
but he was a worker. So I forgot that where I got that instilled. My father, you know, he got up every morning and went to work. My father never took a vacation. If he did, he went for 10 days to go hunting in the woods to get away from everybody. That was it. Never took a vacation, never wanted anything special. So I watched my father work and I used to say, I don't want to be like that. I, I want to be smarter than that. I don't want to be a laborer. It's not what I wanted yeah, to I mean, do, you know? But the way life goes, you, things that you didn't like about your parents, you wind up be <laughs> becoming like Become, yeah. you. Yep, you ever hear them? All the time. Right? You ever hear them when all you time. say something? You know, another thing too, when you think about dad, and, and, and that's special, but even mom. You know, mom lived longer than dad. You know, and you think about Marta Ronalds. Were you ever able to show her some of your success? Uh, my mother was a tough broad. My mother, was, she was, man, she was tough. You know, I would say, my, then my first TV show was Danny, uh, Tony Danza's yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tony Sirico got me, got me. The legend. There, right? And as soon as I got off the phone, I'm on the phone in New York, I called my mother, Ma, I look fat. Ma, no, you look good. Ma, do I look fat? No, 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 you look good. So when I got home, I said to her again, Ma, do I look fat? Well, you could have wore a different shirt than a striped shirt. I said, Ma, all right. But now you, you say it. Now you tell me. Now I said, I didn't want to bother you. But she was, she was there from the beginning when I was cooking, when I was making sandwiches in her basement, and she would answer uh, the phone, and she would like, you know, your washing machine. I mean, mm -hmm. the old days they had a hose going in. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Well, my mother would do my pots. She would clean my. I had a four burner stove, and so she was part of that. So well, she. Well, well, break that down. I want you to actually tell people. So you were selling sandwiches. What? How old were you? Door to door. Door's Listen, door the door. hustle. Listen, internet. You're going to take a lot of things from this episode. The one thing I want you to take is the hustle, what it takes to make it, okay? It's not fucking easy. You know, <laughs> you think about it. This is why I tell you, you're living your own life. You don't realize how inspiring it is. You went from door to door. Hold on. Knocking or selling sandwiches. How much? Five dollars? Because 30 years later, we're in Lauderdale. I'm going to say it again. We've got Moderanos in Vegas, Moderanos in Pittsburgh, Moderanos in Atlantic City. A couple other things coming. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. And and, and you but should there was be a, no dream. I know. You see, a lot of a, a lot of people go, oh, I had this vision, I had this dream, I had this goal. There's nothing wrong with that. To me, you better have a B plan anyway, right? But I hadn't I had no B plan. I had a choice in my life to go right or left. When I made that choice, I had no still had no money. I didn't have a facility to go do a business, couldn't go borrow any money, I had no credit. Let's try, just get in my head, let's get flyers, go put it on people's mailboxes, put it on the cars, pass it by myself. Get up in the morning, go pass them out myself with just a phone number. What no type of address. sandwiches? What type of sandwiches? The first ones were chicken collards and broccoli. Rab. I had chicken color with mayo, tomato, and uh, uh, lettuce. Uh, Classic. And oh, but I had great bread. I used to got Sarcones? Sarcones, the fucking Hold on, listen, best. I'm a Brooklyn guy. I'm a Brooklyn guy. But let me explain something to you. Holy. Sarcones Bakery. First of all, so hundred and plus. I don't even know. The, first of all, I've seen. I've been in. I've been in there. I've seen. I, in the back, I'm friends with uh, Danny uh, from Angelo's. Uh, he's married to the, the 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 daughter. First of all, Angelo's on South Street, on South Ninth Street, right next to Sarcones. This guy's a fucking incredible. Okay, and he's a great guy. Okay, uh, but um, that's like his in-laws or whatever. But anyway, I went in the back. Look, there's a hundred plus here. I mean, the fucking things are 20, 30 feet deep. That they cook their bread in. So, so, so door to door, saw cones. But here's the thing that I want to tell people, and this is what happens in entrepreneurship. You could have got stuck selling sandwiches for 30 years. 
I'm just saying. Things, people think like, you know, you go work a job, they say, well, I really want to become a chef one day, so I'm going to save enough money over here. You could stay in that job for 40 years and never become 100%. a fucking chef. 100%. Cuz, how did you get right. out of the Philly? How did you get out of going door to door? How did you elevate? <laughs> you know, when I was growing up, I wanted to be with, I wanted to be part of something. And to be part of something, I had family that was part of something. So I just, and I love, I love my uncle Raymond. Loved him, to, loved him to death. I'm, and I, I might say I loved him maybe as much as I love my own father. And I, this might not sound right. Maybe even a little more. That's how much love and respect I had for this man. Raymond, Mr. Raymond Long, John, John Monterano. Yeah. And um, he was what he was. Very close to Mr. Bruno. Very close. Forbes. And, what about Forbes? Remember Forbes magazine? Because me, and my uncle. What are we talking about? I don't want to say the name. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. One of the richest guys. He, uh, but anyway, I had a, I had an opportunity, and but but there's a story, the story before the the sandwiches. Yeah. I did that for five years, and I, no electric bill, no gas bill, no rent. Right, my my mother paid for all that stuff. I used to make five hundred a week. That was my profit, five hundred a week. So I was married, and I had my my first son, uh, my first son, uh, son Joey. My first wife worked at a bank, so she had a little income coming in. So I did that for five years. And then I had a, I got married. My father, my, my mother says, your father still would want you to get married. It was a very crying marriage. It wasn't a happy marriage. So we wind up going to Bahamas for, for 10 days, right? So I, 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 I come home. I said, Mom, I, I, what, are you, what are you telling people? I'm close. People call and say, you're close. Steve, they're telling me to make sandwiches. I'm telling them you got married. You're, you're, you're on vacation. <laughs> He's not here no I'm not making you no sandwiches. You know, you had the call waiting when your mother was talking to her sister-in-law. Call waiting. Hold on. Yeah. Hello. Is that Steve's Italian kitchen? Yeah, but we're close. What do you mean you're close? Can't you make me some? No, you can't make you some. This would go on. So before you know it, I saved up a little bit of money and I and I opened up another takeout place in a Jewish neighborhood in Northeast Philly. Now, we had South Philly, which had a lot of Italians, a lot of Irish, a lot of Polish. You had North Philly, had a lot of black people and West, Southwest Philly, a lot of Irish too. Northeast, you had a lot of Jews. And what's the truth? The Jews are the ones that keep Italian, uh, the Italian sure. restaurants in business, right? Sure. They go out to dinner. So in my mind, the, 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 my first wife lived in Northeast Philly. She took me to this one joint. I said, are you nuts to say, just say fuck it, get out of here. Just, I'm gonna take you home and get you something. So I opened up something there, but it was a mistake because everything was like $6.95, soup, salad, and dessert. I, I, my quality of food, couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't do that. And I did it for like four or five years and I just lost everything. But in the meantime, my uncle's is away, but he's coming home. So he calls for me, so I go visit him and he says, when I come home, you know, I need you to drive me around. I need you to drive me. I said, Uncle, listen, I've been out of this for a while. I just want to go to work, pay bills. So I want to do. I need you next. I looked at him. And that's that's what I did. I said, Okay, you're coming home. He didn't come home then. I'm saying, Well, this ain't working out. So I came to. It's when I came to Florida. Then he come home. I was too. I was already into this here. Thank God. Right? Thank God. Right? Because who knows where my. I said if if I. There's a story here. It's another story, whatever. If I did, I'd be dead or in jail. That's the bottom line, okay? I accept that. I accept that, though. Yeah. I accept it. I know that's what it is. But never in a million years was this situation here ever a dream or a goal. It was to get up, go to work, and pay bills. That's all it was. No music, no nightclub, no... This had five tables, one stove. I had a little speaker to listen to my Philly music, one TV watching movies that I liked when I was slow. 
and I was the only cook at one dishwasher. Mm. That's where this came from. No, as it grew, the vision came. Sure, and you yeah. became more insightful with Absolutely. it. And more, Absolutely. Listen, the journey is crazy. You know, you know what? Let's take a quick break. We're sitting here with the one and only, the entrepreneur, the chef, the good fella. Okay, yo, cuz, who don't want to be Italian? Who don't want to be Italian? The one and only Steve Monterano. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Armando Sante. It's my great pleasure today to be on the Premium Pete Show, to be being interviewed by the legendary Pete Gibraltar. I hope you enjoy it as much as I will. Internet. This podcast is supported by Hendrix, a uniquely curious gin created from 11 fine botanicals and oddly infused with rose and cucumber. It's perfect for creating undeniably peculiar but utterly delicious cocktails. Internets, let me tell you something. When you start talking about rose and cucumber and all this type of stuff, I love this stuff, okay? Now, I want you to understand this. It's designed for the curious. Hendrix provokes the imagination and rewards those who enter with surprise and wonder. To learn more, I want you to visit HendrixGin.com. That's H-E-N-D-R-I-C-K-S-G-I-N.com. Or go to Drizzly, D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com, and use promo code Cucumber and Rose. Again, one more time. That's Cucumber, that's C-U-C-U-M-B-E-R, the ampersand, the and sign, for those who don't know. Rose, R-O-S-E, for $5 off your first Drizzly order. That's Cucumber Ampersand Rose. Listen to me. Please enjoy the unusual, responsibly, Hendrix Gin, 44% alcohol by volume, 2021, imported by William Grant & Sons, Incorporated, New York, New York. Check them out. And now let's get back to the show. Cheer. Internet and we're back. My friend, the one and only Steve Monterano. Listen, off air, you were telling a story that really, to me, was defined your life, defined your career. Break that story down. You know, when you were talking about your uncle and and, yeah. So I'm in Philly. We opened up. Lost it all. The Iraqi war in the 80s when that when that shit had real estate plummeted. Couldn't get any. Couldn't make any money. So I had what, two choices. One, go on the street. Two, go on the street. That were my only two choices. I had a very close, dear friend of mine named Ray Abruzzi from South Philly. Was a ball player. Went to Alabama, played for the Jets. Was very close to Joe Namath. They were partners. They had joints in New York called the Bachelors Three. And he had a Bachelors Three here in Fort Lauderdale and Mr. Pip. So I've been to Fort Lauderdale for about two or three days, three times in my life. So I called Ray. How you doing? How you doing? He said, how you doing? I said, going back on the street. He goes, fuck you, what are you doing that for? You got your cook. I says, I says, I, lo- I lost everything. He says, well, you got to come to Florida. Come to Florida. You'll do great here. There's no places to eat in, in Florida. Now, I got kids, so I got to say to myself, I got kids, they got to go to school. So I tell my first wife, I says, where are they going to go to school? She goes, they're going to go to Carl Springs. I have a friend of mine that lives in Carl Springs, and they got some kids. We'll go check that out, and you go look for a, a joint. Okay, I go. We stay for three days. They're they're taking me to pizzerias with Italian restaurants. Everybody's in bed at nine ten o'clock. <laughs> nine ten o'clock. I kick her under the under the thing. I said, 
the fuck you got me at? That's just not where I want to be. It's just not for me. I'm going back home. She said, you sure? I said, yes. The next day, we're leaving to go to Philly, never to come back to Florida. It wasn't in my Didn't think about it. Yeah, I loved it. I loved the weather. It was great. Carl Springs just wasn't for me and my business. Why I didn't call that guy, Ray, why I didn't call my uncle just to say I'm here. I didn't I didn't do it. I don't know. If, I don't know if my mind was just working on, like, let's get my family situated. Sure, sure. But I called him the day I'm leaving. He goes, where are you? I says, I'm in Florida. Florida? Where? I said, I'm in Carl Springs. These exact words. When are you going to stop being a South Philly jerk off? You got to come to Fort Lauderdale. I said, I got two kids. I can, I, so, so what's the big deal? deal? You go to school, live in Fort Carl Springs, go back and forth to Fort, uh, Fort Lauderdale. Sure, hour sure. back, hour back. I said, I ain't got time. We're going to the, the airport. Forget about it, right? When you say you're going to the airport, you're going home. Going back home, never to come back here. Because I'm not coming. Why would I come back here just for vacation? He says, just I got this little place across the street. I know it's for sale. There's no sign. It's got five tables. I ain't got time, Ray. I don't want to be late for this airport. I got these two kids. They're crying as it is. Just do me that favor. I said, I can't. As I'm driving from Carl Springs to here, he's blowing my phone up. <laughs> Please, just go look at this. All right, Ray. Two minutes, I'm going to go look at it. Never just... I pull into this parking lot, cuz. There's a pink awning. What the fuck? Yeah. Pink. Well, not to say they want pink. I like to wear pink. So not everybody could wear pink, but I like wearing pink sometimes. I look in the window. There's five tables. I could see a pizza oven and a stove. I said, this is for me. Can you imagine? I don't answer the phone. I get on the plane. I don't come back here. My life's completely different. True story. You know, it's crazy to me that that again, where we are today and how that moment, you know, and, and thanks uh, to 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 Uncle uh, Raymond, man. I mean, rest in peace to uh, I mean, the legend. I mean, I, you know, look, people can say whatever, you know, they want to say. I mean, this guy, um, you know, Forbes magazine. I mean, make money. You know how to make money. Stand up guy too. rest in peace. Um, you know, we were talking about it before, but yo, cuz. It's one of the biggest things. Everybody got hats, yo, cuz. Everybody can say, hey, yo, cuz. Now, I know in neighborhood, mo, cuz. Oh, me, cuz. Did I, you get that for me? Did you, all your life, did you use that? We always use neighborhood in neighborhood. Meaning, I, you know what's funny, too? For some reason, as an Italian, and I never really said this. Even if it was other friends, I would tell people they're my cousin. If I was doing, you know, if I loved them that much, and if I wanted to do something with them. Didn't matter who they were. I would tell people, I'd say, I don't know if I could pass for your cousins. You're my cousin. And I would tell them, listen, it's just me and my cousins. And when, you know, I remember the first time I heard you say, yo, cuz. But you have made it a vocabulary. It's Anything amazing. you still, fucking still do. Amazing. It's still amazing. I gotta go to the bathroom, cuz. Cuz, but it's still. I don't drive the Ferrari, right, cuz. Right, right. You know? Or, or, Is it or, al dente, cuz? No, no, listen, or I don't remember the, your cameraman's name, right? Sweetheart yeah. of a guy. Yeah. I see him tomorrow and I don't remember his name. Create visuals. Isn't it better to say, I'm sorry, I forget your name again, or say, oh, cuz, how you doing? Yeah. We already sure, got a sure, thing yeah. going on, he, right? It, so, but your, your own cousins, you never would say, Carol, uh, Dolores, George, you would say, cuz, come on, yeah, let's go. Yeah. It's just what it was. But I own that. I own the yo cuz. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Listen, I love hearing things like that when you say I own that. There's a guy, you know, it's funny, in the streetwear, like sneaker culture type stuff. There's a guy named Jeff. We got to do yo cuz sneaker. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm on that. But listen, cuz, there's a guy named Jeff Staple, and he has a pigeon. 
That's his logo, the pigeons, called Staple, right? It's, it's been out for 15 years. The guy has done very well for himself. He put a sneaker out. There was a ride over. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is he traded, he trademarked pigeon shit. Wow. So when you see the splat, so his hat has a staple in the back. It has a shit. He owns a trademark. So anyway, I love hearing stories like that. I love I, I love people who make LLCs after things, like meaning they open a business. Like just say if it was like, uh, I'm making this up, but like Raymond Raymond's the best LLC. You made that because this is the guy at the time that told you to do it. So you made it in, 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 in front or you, or, or, or you make like your kid's name's LLC. I love shit like that, man. Um, and I love trademark stuff like that. So yo, cuz, listen, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Um, you know, you're moving around, a lot of hardships, a lot of dark times. You know, you lost your father. Lost my mother. How, how how far along are uh, my, mother's, my mother's four years, my son's two years. You know, you get married, you lost your dad, you know? Two weeks. How, how, do you, how do you stay married? Like, without, you know, how do you, you know, you walked into like a, 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 you know, I don't mean this verse to her, but you walked into like a disaster. Your mind is not right. You know, how do you, you know, and, and this ain't only for that, but yeah. There's something else to that. Story. Listen, I I did, I loved my yeah. I loved my first wife. When I when I met my first wife, cause she um her 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 mother had just died of cancer. Right, that's how I meet her. Never met the mother. As I'm dating, the father dies of a heart attack. That's two. A period of time after, like a year or so after, her brother dies in a house fire. Now. This girl's family's gone. Not that I didn't love her, I loved her. I go home, you know what my father says to me? You gotta do the right thing. I'm 26, everybody got married at 26. As far as I'm concerned, you really shouldn't get married till you're 32 or 33, that's just me. Any reason why you say that? So you get a little bit more I, time? I think time, you know, people change, they're not the same, and then they wind up staying, to, people stay together for the kids. Yep. You ain't got no life, they ain't got no life, yep. and you wind up cheating, you wind up doing stupid things that you're not proud of, because I'm not proud of a lot of shit yep. I did in my life. But you you, you got to wait. But but when I grew up, you had to be 26, 25. That's how your mother got married, your father got married, it was just, just get married, and you got married for what reason? You didn't get married because you loved her. You got married to have kids. Sure. But your mother wanted grandchildren. Your father wanted grandchildren. Sure. You got married. So was I had a nice envelopes at the wedding? Questionable. Some Italians ain't got out. Some Italians give me a, a toaster cut. Maniscowski, I'll, I'll no, tell wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. It was $55 a head, I think. I One envelope, I got $5. $5. Because Maniscowski, uh, the comedian, Sebastian, uh, he has this, uh, uh, this thing where he talks about, you know, Italians are, they're such very uh, 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 judgmental people. I mean, they go there, you know, they got 200 in the card for the wedding, chicken palms dry, right. take 50 out, you know? Because, uh, don't, you know what I said to you? Five dollars for a wedding. <laughs> How, it's ain't like the they, they mark, you got all they mark it in the- in, in, No, in, no, but- You know, Italians have that book. My mother knows exactly what, what somebody what gave, gave, gave when, yeah, they, when, they, when yeah. someone got married. I say, ma, that was 20 years right. ago. Price goes up. Right, right, right. But you know, they don't yeah, know that. Yeah. You know, listen, throughout everything, food, food became your life. Food is a way of life. You know, one thing I love about growing up in an Italian family, big, you know, big family, big, everything's food, feed, eat, eat, eat. 
But food is a way of life. Food is a way of conversation. Food is a way of connecting. The whole world is based upon a table. Yeah. People sit Break that down. Break that down. Well, well we, we live in two different worlds now. I see it. I, first of all, I see it here. I see uh, kids on their phone with their parents that are having a conversation. They don't want to be bothered. They want to drink, enjoy themselves, and kids entertain themselves. Now, when I grew up, if you, you, you couldn't leave that table until you were done and you had a conversation. How was your day? Any problems you have? You know, your mother would tell the father what things that were going on. There was a conversation. The art of conversation is not around no more. That's why we're in the position we are today. There is no conversation. Sure. That's one thing I, I think that the Italians are still trying to hold on to. There are still some that want to have this, but we're living a whole new world sure. and it's a sad world that we live in. Sure. You know, what's the hardest... And this is a tough, this is like one of those questions as so, but what's the hardest thing about being a restaurant owner? What would you say some of the hardest things that, that took you to overcome? Which I'm still sure. overcoming. I'm only as good as the last meal that I make. Um, I could, I cooked for a guy for 10 years and I didn't see him for a year. Comes in, hey Steve, how you doing? How am I doing? I'm going, we, 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 how we have been? Uh, Steve, I came in here, you know, I had the veal mortarana. Peppers were a little burnt. What? See, nobody so says what? anything, you know? Peppers were a little burnt. You've been coming for 10 years. You had a good meal. The one meal you didn't like, you stopped coming for a year because peppers weren't burnt. Think about that. Think about you're judged. Every time you put something out, you're judged. And in this business, there's no real reward. It's always trying to please that next person. And okay, how difficult is it for someone to say thank you? Just say thank you. Not difficult. That's not hard. Everybody that walks into this restaurant, I don't care who you are, one person, two or ten. I send food, free food over to their table as a gift that you walk into my house. There's a high percentage of people don't even say thank you. Don't even. What do you do? My, my Catholic roots say to me, why are you doing it? Are you doing it to get a thank you? Or are you doing it because out of your heart you want to do it? Both. Both. Really, both. But, he, but my conscience would say, well, Steve, then don't, don't do it. No, Steve, you got to do it because that's what you do. And if they don't say thank you, fuck it. But there are people that do say thank you and it's appreciative. They're the ones that overcome that mother issues that, that you have. That's the sad part. That's really the sad part. You know, another thing, we, we, we breezed over it, but some of your employees, we said 27 years. You know, that's a problem for restaurant owners. Getting people to work, getting people to stay with you. I mean, look, a restaurant, but listen, you could come in tomorrow and all of a sudden, this one he, uh, hurt his leg. This one, you know what I mean? I'm sure yeah, you heard it all. Yeah, that happens. We know what the problem is. It's the restaurant owner. It's the it's it's the big corporate. And I don't want to say names. Big yeah, corporate. Okay. They don't want to pay. I just put a hundred thousand dollar fucking chandelier with a two hundred thousand dollar painting on the fucking wall. I'm gonna pay the guy that's breaking his balls over here fifteen dollars an hour. He's got a wife and two fucking kids. Tell me how's that work? How does that justify? You want to? I got a Ferrari. I worked my balls off for that mm, Ferrari. Mm. Everybody here. All own a house. Mm. One guy, Ariel Benitez's son, just graduated from Boston um, Architect School. Okay. What, what's the number one in Boston? 
Ah, brown maybe? I don't know, but it's the number one in Boston. An immigrant came from El Salvador. the sausage. They got number one sausage over there, cuz. Boston, yeah, I know. I love Boston. I, I love, I love Boston. I love Nick. Not the Red love, Sox. Um, no, I don't. I don't follow baseball. But anyway, the point is, they put all their money into what this shit is, but they don't pay the help. Even the big restaurants, and big corporate, they want all the shuttle. They want to get it all. They want to pay a guy fifteen, sixteen dollars an hour. How do you expect a guy to get ahead? How are you expecting to break? His balls for you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up on a Ferrari, walk in. Everybody okay? And everybody's taking a bicycle fucking home. Everybody's taking a bike home. I'm a grown man taking a bike home. No, you work with me, you're gonna get paid good money. Now, if I'm a partner with something and something else, that's another rule laws that you got to deal with, right? Because it's corporate. But this motherfucker's mine. My guys make great money. Great money. Cause supposed to be. Cause that's gift. that's you know. You're you're one of a kind, man. I'm proud to uh, uh, know you. You know, <laughs> the journey, man, is special, man. The journey yeah, it is ain't over. <laughs> it ain't over. I know. I say. I, it ain't it, over. You know, God in your life. God in your life. Um, pray Biggest for sinner you ever saw in your life. Sitting right on your left hand side, cuz. You know, with everything you've been through, Steve. I mean this. You know, with everything you've been through, and you know, I've had my days of dark, dark times, and sometimes. I always say confusing. Sometimes I say dark, cloudy. Um, I'll tell you what. Lose a son. You see how, see how fucking dark, see how dark your life is? Well, you got to get up in the fucking morning and still go to work for no purpose. Yeah. Like, you don't have a fucking purpose. I don't have a purpose to get up and go to work because I can't leave it to fucking nobody. That's God and his love. I don't deserve his love. He died on that cross so I could live. I'm still the biggest sinner in the world. But those dark moments and dark days that you can't get through it, look at me, but you can't get through it. And you sit and you pray, you don't hear shit. You just gotta get deep down inside and it, it lifts you up to say, what else do you know what to do but move forward? I don't know. And then, God comes in and he quiets you down. And so it's going to be all day, all day. It's going to be all right. A close friend of mine says the sun shines in the morning. So when you go to bed and it's, you're like, wanna, you don't think I wanted to put a, you don't think I wanted to do this? My son, my, my, my first boy, you don't think I wanted to put a gun to my motherfucking head? But guess what? I ain't a coward. I ain't a punk. I got to worry about, like, it's easy for me, but everybody around me suffers because I killed myself. Tell me, that's a punk way out. Uh, so I, I put the gun down, said a prayer, say my rosaries every day, and, and, and you get through it. You, know, I, you want to talk about my son or my no, mother? Listen, listen. That's what it, that's what it no, is. No, 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 hey, listen. So, you know. Listen, I also want to say, too, you know, he's your angel. You know, uh, what you do, cuz, listen, I don't think, you, forget about food for a second. What you do is you're taking care of people. That's your purpose. You're right. That's, that's your purpose. That's my purpose now, to take care of people. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and as tough as it is and the tears, you're a strong man for it. It has made you a better person. It has yeah. made, listen, it... it People feel it. You know, You, I tell you, what's his name uh, from Atlantic City? Uh, Lou said, Steve Monterano's in Atlantic City. Everybody comes out. Steve Monterano's in Vegas. People coming out. People love you for you because you're real. 
and and and, and they want to help with the pain you feel too. I know. I listen. I I I know they. I know. I know they do. Right. And and but you know what it's like when you work every day and you're, you're in an open kitchen and you just want to get through the day and every day somebody they're trying just to be nice. Heard about your son. What happened? I don't talk about it. Heard about your son. You're in my prison. Now, how do you continue to cook and continue to talk to people, put on a smile on your face when that happens every day? But you're right. What doesn't kill you will make you stronger, right? So, yeah, he is my angel. I believe that with all my heart. I will see him again. That's why Joey's Italian Kitchen Pasta Pizza is coming. Casual for the whole country to enjoy. It's going to be beautiful. And, but, because, but, but that was the name of my joint. When I started out of basement, oh, uh, Steve's uh, Italian yeah, Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put Joey's Italian Kitchen, right? It's so. going to be, listen, I, I look forward to it. I think people are going to, listen, I think we're in a day and age where people are going to eat that up, you know? It's simple. It's affordable. Yes, simple, affordable. It's authentic. Authentic, and, and the quality will not get cut. Guys, you're making me cry, cuz. You're making me cry, you know? Yeah. You know, I really, I really, yeah. uh, I mean this, I admire you as a person. See, people don't know me, right? You know my reputation in Fort Lauderdale really is with people that live here? It's like, who's he think he is? Why has he got tattoos? Why does he drive around in a car? Why, why? And they don't know me. See, I'm, I'm not, they, I'm, people judge you really quick, and yet they don't know you. It was an old timer here a week ago. Listen to this, an old timer. I see him, I say hello, I never really talk to him. You know, I would hear things that he would say, not hurtful things, just like, well, who's he thinking, whatever. I parked the car, got a coffee, I sat down with him. It was one of the greatest conversations that we had. And he looks at me and goes, Steve, how come? I didn't know this about you. Like, I, I, my perception was, well, don't judge. Don't judge somebody sure. unless you sure. get to know them, you know? That's, that's true. You know. <laughs> wait, wait, let's, I yeah. gotta talk about one thing. Though, yeah, 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 of course. It's my, you know, I have, an, I, I, 17 years, I have a new life. Pellegrino, A new Sponsors. one, Pellegrino. All the Martiranas carry it. 17 years. 17 years. I met, I met a Jamaican girl. Well, think about that. Ma, Italian, Ma. Italian, Ma. <laughs> Mar. Love so, you, Ma. Her name's Marsha, but Mar. And if a, if it wasn't for her, maybe this could have happened because she 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 kept me grounded and my son loved her, loved her with all his heart. And she's the the she's the the rock to this whole business. She's the one that keep, keeps me going when I'm down, lifts me up when I'm down, prays for me when I need it. She's been my best friend, my wife, she's my life, everything. So my point is. Sinatra said, love is the greatest what? The second time around, yep. right? And that's, this, I don't love hey, no, other, no other person than this woman. No more, I love, I love you, you. I, I, I love <laughs> your relationship with her too. You know, and I love particularly, you're an old school Italian guy, right? You transcended, but you're an old school Italian guy. And, and, and you know, look, some uncles or cousins or older people may have not approved many years ago of you dating a Jamaican woman. You know, I tell people all the time, people ask me, listen, my daughter's mother, 21, 21 years old, Puerto Rican, you know. So you got to see with one I, eye open, too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Trinidad, my, 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 my lady now, Trini, my son's six years old. They're from Trinidad. Let me tell you something. People always say, how did your family react to that? I say, listen, both of my sisters are gay. My father, let me tell you what a fucking guy he was. He got they had a real marriage. Invited all the people from his work, wasn't embarrassed. 
But I knew he could have been in my mind. This guy could have did that. Let me tell you. You want to you you know something? Yeah. You love your mother? I love her to death. Would, would you die for your I mother? I would die for her. You, you take your life for your mother. Absolutely. I love my mother a thousand times more than you love your mother. So how much more do you really love your mother? You love her a lot. And I love mine a thousand times more. When she heard I'm, I was dating a Jamaican girl. Now, my mother died. She was 86 years old. Old school. You know what I mean by old school? Yeah. Language, what they called yeah, each sure. other, whatever. I looked at my mother with as much love in my heart that I could have given anybody. It's my mother. I would die for her. You ever call her that again, mom? I'll never speak to you again. I walked out the room. The next day we were going to Vegas. She, my mother came, Marsha was there, but Marsha never met my mother there. After the meeting of the two, my mother says, my mother was a great judge of character. This is perfect for you, just like that. True mm -hmm. story, guys. True story. I'm, I'm, am I ashamed of why I spoke to my mother like that? Of course I'm ashamed of how I spoke to her. But it was her generation. She didn't know no better. She didn't know a different word. She didn't know what else to say. Well, well listen, you know, you got to go against the grain. You got to go against the grain. You know, you got to break the chains. You got to, you know, listen. Look, look, I want to be honest. I've told this story plenty of times, too. Okay, I grew up in Coney Island. Okay, I moved over to Bensonhurst. I remember uh, playing Sega. I had friends. They says you can't have these friends over here. I said, "What friends? This is Ishmael. This is my other friend. The kids I grew up with. What do you mean friends can't come here? So you got to break the chains. You know that's what I love that I did. Right? When I went to high school, it was a mix of everybody. We had the blacks, you have the whites. Now never, never remember, I remember this. I saw this one big black kid named Cheesy. I know he's gonna play football like me. I walked right over to him. I said, went into his crowd. I walked over to him. I says, uh, my name is Steve Martirano. What's yours? They call me Cheesy. How you doing, Cheesy? He said, how you doing? What are you doing for lunch? What? What are you doing for lunch? I, I lived around the corner from Bishop Newman. I says, I'm going to take you home for lunch. Because in my head, I've got to become friends here. If not, we're just going to be fighting each other, sure, right? Sure, sure. As I'm taking him in my neighborhood, neighbors with the door like this, like, what's going on? What's this black guy doing in our neighborhood? Lived across the street for the projects, but they never came in from the projects. They stayed there, we stayed there. We didn't go in there to come out. My mother saw us coming. She opened the door. My mother said, he's here for lunch. Anybody else coming? And I said, no, come on in. She embraced that kid, fed him more than one time. Well, also because of, uh, you know, when you have, what you grow up around, the uncles, the grandfathers, what is, yeah, what is explained. Yes. And, and I think when you take it for, for face value, mm -hmm. you see more uh, sunshine. Right. You know, listen, um, the journey has been uh, incredible. You know, you think about, but I do, I do want to say, you, you talk about how much you love Ma. How do you, with everything you go through, right? And I want to be honest, you're an old school guy. So what I mean by that, you're the type of guy, you may cut your thumb, you put a fucking mask in tape. Go to the fucking emergency room. Nah, 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 whatever. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. The reason I'm saying that. Have you ever thought about, you know, even going to therapy just to talk to someone of everything you go through. Because, cuz, how do you, with everything you had happen in your life, when it's, when it's just you, how the fuck do you deal with that? And how do you still be a husband? How do you be a good businessman? You know, look, you could be mad at the world, cuz. You could wake up every fucking morning 
Sometimes you I could lose your mind. You could go fight somebody right now, go to jail for 10 fucking years, lose everything. I did that yesterday. <laughs> stupid, but I did it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So, but my point is... You know, there's it? people that deal with a lot of stuff right now that may be listening. You know, how do they, how, listen, what would be some of your advice, I guess? That's what I'm saying. You, but see, because you, you just said it. I'm an old school Italian guy, right? So I, I, it's not easy. Uh, okay, it's not easy. Just put your whole fucking life out on, on, on. So you're my therapist today, right? So I had a good day with you. I let things out maybe was inside me, right? So I know today is going to be a good day. Do I believe in therapy? I do. I think it does work. Is it for me? <laughs> is it for me? I believe in prayer more than anything in this world. Uh, I think if it was a point where I got solitude, I was not coming to work and not dealing with people. I, I think, yeah, I, I need to go speak to somebody. There are times and I said to myself, I should go speak to somebody. But I do have a deep, a, a deep prayer life. Again, I don't know if, that, if that's the right thing or not the right thing, but I know that if you do need help, if somebody needs help, but you don't have that prayer life for somebody to really go talk to, you need to reach out and just let it out. It isn't what he's going to, it's not what he's going to tell me. It's what you let out that has been keeping up inside you for a very long time. That's that's what I see. Hey, listen, you oh, got to get it out, cuz. You got to get it out. If it eats you, eat you up, it wins. Right? You know, let's take the time now to go over some of your favorite dishes, particularly some of the most amazing dishes at Moderano's. First of all, you have, I want to thank you for making me a bucatini lover. Now, for those who don't know, that's a macaroni or a pasta, however you want to call it. I love linguine. I love spaghetti. You know, I love farfalle. I love, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I love, uh, uh, um, um, or, 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 what do you say, orcate. You know, but bucatini. It's a Sicilian macaroni. Sicilian macaroni, yeah. bucatini. It's a special thing. But we grew up corner Bucatelli, yeah, 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 and it's, now it's, it's Bucatini. That's one of my favorites. Give me some dishes, some of your favorites. Uh, if me and you were coming to here, I was bringing you here for the first time. Yep. This is now somebody else's joint, but I know it. As soon as we sat down, we said we got to get the meatball and salad. Now, I, I brought a, I brought the meatball and salad that was what? When you had dinner on Sunday, you never had that for an app. That was after your macaroni. Your mother brought out the brujol. She brought out the sausage, the meatballs, and a big salad. Is that the way you ate your mac? That's how I did. Yeah. Okay. I said, why don't we do the meatball and salad as the appetizer? Now, I did that 40 years ago. You know how many restaurants have copied the meatball and salad? But they can't copy this. On the Food Network a year ago, there was a show called Best Thing I Ever Ate. And Jeffrey Zarkarian, the chef, Best meatball you ever had. Gourmet Magazine gave us the best meatball in the world. My point is the way I cook my meatball and make my meatball is just the way my grandmother did. You talked about pots and pans and the same frying pan yep, yep. that my grandmother and did. That's what, and, that's, and that's what makes it good. You know, we can't, we can't do this episode without having this conversation because, you know, as, as, as much uh, admiration, respect, and love I have for you, we have to uh, explain the breakdown of uh, sauce and gravy. And I, no, no, I just want to say what, what I feel, and then you tell me if I'm right, because we never had, you know, growing up, growing up, right? I, we, my, my grandmother would call it gravy when she would, you know. say turkey. No, no. She would put brajol in the pot, meatballs hey, in the pot, spare ribs hey, in the pot. It's a touchdown. I got somebody from New York says that. Now it's fucking yes, gravy. You get or that, else, right? It's a sauce. It's a sauce. Clam sauce. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's just what it might not have sauce. Yeah, yeah. I like the word yeah, sauce. Yeah. But but it doesn't... Listen, people want to fight me. 
No, no. They want <laughs> the to, Philly they, guys. Listen, they, the Philly guys are so serious about this gravy. As a Brooklynite, I say, holy shit, you're right. They want to fucking they argue. Fight. They want to argue yeah. over it. I don't give the a fuck what matter with you. It's if gravy it's good, sauce. Yeah. If your mother makes a good sauce, I don't give a fuck what it is. It's good. <laughs> that's all that matters. But don't put me down because that's the way I, we were born and raised. Same thing with crabs. When you make a crab, some people say crab sauce. I get it. That's okay. That's even okay. That's passable. I'm not going to argue. Sure. We call it crab gravy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Sunday gravy with meatball brajol, spirits, pig's feet, pig's skin. Sure, pig's feet. Yeah, yeah. I, I was the love pig's skin with the Harbro egg uh, in with the two pick. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I listen. Uh, but that's the difference. Steve Monterano's favorite dish. Linguini and clams. There you go. You want to? You got a minute for like a three minute story? Yeah, come on. I don't know if you keep it. You of keep course, it. no, no. Take how it down. How my life changed cooking? How, I, how, I would love okay. to hear it. In Philly, when you, I didn't have no restaurant experience, never worked in a restaurant, never was taught, never went to business school. All I know is cook like your mother cooked, right? So we used to grow up eating Progresso clam juice. Progresso. Yeah, in yeah the I can, remember. Right? The blue, the blue I, can. I would Because right? even today, if there's a can in my house, I'll eat that motherfucker right out of the can. That's how much I like Progresso. And your mother used Contaluna macaroni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was made in America. They rinsed it off. Like that's that's what you were born and raised on. So I would pre-cook my macaroni in Philly, and uh, I didn't even have marinara sauce. I made a Sunday gravy. I would saute shrimp, put the gravy in it. Who the fuck knows? It was red, a typical Italian kind of kind of thing. Uh, me and a friend of mine go to New York City. We're on Mulberry Street. I see a line around the corner from Berto's Clam House that was on the corner. Yeah. I said to my friend, what the fuck are they giving away? He said, it's six in the morning. They just, they're having, the truck, they're truckers, they're going to have clams, but I can't be that good. We only go back two o'clock. I walk in, I sit on the counter. I go to Linguini Clams, I see this guy shuck a clam. I see the guy throw salt in the water. I see a guy get the Checo macaroni. I see him dropping in the pot. I see him frying garlic to a light to toasted brown with olive oil, red pepper flake, and parsley. I see him pour the clam juice in it, put a lid on it, took the macaroni out. He didn't toss it. They just put it on the, in the bowl back then, and they poured the sauce. Changed my... Mm. I went home, and I shut everything down. We're not cooking like this no more. What are you talking about? We got to cook everything to order. Every cut of pot. Steve, how are we going to do that? Five different pots, five different pots. We're not having gravy with shrimp. We're making a marinara sauce. When, we're, when I got into the talking to the, to the guy, Ciaramanzano tomatoes, I didn't know nothing. Yeah, else. yeah, beautiful. That changed. If I didn't go to Umberto's, who knows how I'd be cooking and I probably wouldn't be in the business today. That, that's a true story. Umberto's Clam House, the original, showed me how to do linguine and clams or cook right in a restaurant. I used to go to Umberto's all the time. One of my favorite spots, I'll tell you. Never well, got the hot sauce. Yeah. I never I understood hot, medium. Yeah, it was yeah, always yeah. dark, like cook too much. You I know? remember Joe, the 66 WFAN. It was a sports radio in New York. Um, it's actually, I think, by ESP, ESPN now. There's a guy named, I don't think he's a broadcaster anymore, spent many years, named Joe, Bidic, Joe Patingo. They used to do, they used to, so Umberto's would take an ad out. You got to hear this ad. He'd be like, Umberto's. And he would go on Clam House. You got to go there for the, you know, da, 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 you know, give like a little ad. And 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 I loved it. That was the best. Oh, I loved it. I used to go there all the time. I love the atmosphere. I love the culture. I love I love I love the uh, the way they treated me. Right, you know, right. I, well, I want to be honest with you. One thing I'm real proud about. And then when I talk about restaurants, everywhere I go now, I meet people. We go eat. We go talk about business. So food you, right. is a way of life. Right, 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 you know, I right. sit down. I, would, I go. I've eaten all over right. because you got to sit and talk. Oh, right. 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 You know, right. it's such a beautiful right, excuse. Right. It's beautiful, isn't it? You know what I mean? Sit and talk. 
have a good meal. Everybody comes together. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's why it should be like that in a restaurant. So when the kids are playing with their things and it's loud, I tell them, shut it off. Or you got to leave. Shut it off. Friday night, Saturday night, Fort Lauderdale, Moderanos. Nightclub. Turns into a fucking nightclub. nightclub. What's up? I used to be a DJ. Because the fedora comes out. No, no fedora. The feather. I see, I see I, the fedora yeah, once in a while. Not when I'm working here. <laughs> but but, but yeah. the really, what's really growing even, even bigger than us is my wife's um, cake company called um, Lily Cakes. Yeah, yeah. Lily Cakes. Yep. There's the, the plan of action. I think is I see the key lime pie. There's like a strawberry cheesecake, red it's velvet. Not, not Italian cookies, not Italian desserts, all American desserts. And it's named after my mother, whose name was Lillian, Lillian. and her grandmother, which name was Lillian. So she put Lily Cakes. We have them in all our restaurants, but the casual, it's going to be that next to a Lily Cakes bakery. So we're going to have two things, which is going to be great. So you'll be able to come and get the desserts and get food to go. Yeah. Moderanos, Lily Cakes, Joey's Italian uh, uh, kitchen. kitchen. I mean, listen, there's a lot. You know, it's funny because we, we, we go from the beginning of a, a young baby. Steve Moderano came out as 14 pounds, 20 oh, ounces, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, uh, um, how to be a C-section, you know, uh, big boy. But I say he is a big teddy bear. And I mean that, you know, and what I mean by that is your heart is pure gold. You know, this is your calling. You know, sometimes we don't understand, you know, sometimes we don't understand why, we do. or why things happen the way they happen. You know, I'll be honest with you. You know, a lot of episodes that I've done before, you know, sometimes, you know, they're so pure conversations, you know, people will, uh, 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 you know, things will happen. People will cry or people that, you know, this is the first time where I ever fucking had a tear come to my eye. And the reason, and I mean that in a sad way, I want to say in a happy way that when you hear Lily Cakes, when you hear Moderano's expanding and when you hear, you know, Joey's Italian kitchen coming, you know, what that is, 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 is <laughs> called never giving up, you know, never, ever stop believing in you because he won't want that. He won't want that. No, he wants this right here to be bigger and bigger, you know, and that's what we're going to do. And we're going to take it to the next level. And and that's what, you know, that's another reason why I wanted to, to come here because, you know, and sit down with you and do an episode and let people know who the fuck Moderano's is. But more importantly, who Steve Moderano is more than somebody yo cause more than a meatball salad, more than a bucatini. OK, more than a more than a gravy. We also have to understand how hard it is, you know, for somebody to get up every day. We talk about the Bronx tale, the working man is the tough guy, you know? That's that's what it's about, you know? He's, he's, Making something out of nothing, cuz. Monterano's is just your last name. What the fuck are we talking about? These people love the fucking restaurant. People will bring their little kids and they wanna come and take a picture of me because the parents showed them the video. That gets me through the day. But what this brand does, and I don't know if there's other brands out there, I constantly put people out there that if you need prayer, you direct message me and I'll pray for you. I'll say a rosary for you. Do you know? They go, well, how many guys working for you like, or to help you? There ain't nobody helping me. I answer every single prayer request and I pray for them. You know how many people come in here and say to me, Steve, your prayers helped? I, I didn't do shit. God's doing it. But, you know, just praying for them. taking the time to pray in, for them. In, well, that everybody thinks it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing, you know, just a thing. And, and it's not. Which is a brand that cares about people and wants to help people and inspire people not to give up and keep moving forward. I mean, 
the journey has been special and it's still going. I, I mean, I keep on I keep on saying this, but we're going to leave off with two things. It's impossible to put somebody's journey in one episode. But I'll tell you, this was powerful. Even just to hear um, how you push through, how everyone here is treated, right? The homes, people getting home, wanting to do better for people. The Ferrari uh, uh, talk. Cuz, this is a great conversation. You know, it's real. Right? No, but I'm saying it's a great conversation. You know, Two things we're going to leave with, because this is what I feel as you would want to give to the people. Two things. First, I want you to speak to someone right now who is uh, trying things out. Maybe you got a restaurant, a couple of tables. I don't know. Maybe it's doing well, sometimes not doing well. What's some advice you would give to them? First of all, do not concern yourself with what other people are doing. You're not concerned about what another business or you think your competition is. The only competition you have is yourself. Embrace competition because it keeps you on your toes. You don't want to be the only guy in the neighborhood. Don't give up on that dream that you have and don't compromise. Do not compromise for anybody. If there's 100 people saying you're doing something wrong and you know in your gut you're doing it right, you continue to do what's right. Do not change for anybody. Quality is the key. Biggest key than that is the small details. Do not pass up on small details. Things like the bathroom, people go into the bathroom to see, I go, if it's bathroom is dirty. Now, if I go when there's 15 towels, I'm gonna give them 10 minutes to go clean it. I'll, I'll go back to see. But keep things clean and treat your workers with respect and don't compromise your product because somebody wants you to change it. Stick to your gut. And just stick to your gut and keep God in the center of your life and pray to rosary. Pray to rosary, cuz. You know, listen, I don't know. I don't know how much more there is to say, but I will say I want you to make sure if you've never been to Monterey, come here. Not because you only want to eat for the experience, right? For the experience to understand, you know, how this man is cooking, making people happy. You know, mom, dad. Your son. The biggest compliment people give you is this. It reminds me. Reminds me of my grandmother. Reminds me of my, what? You can't get a better. What goes up my ass yeah. is the meatball lady who says, my meatballs are better than yours. How many did you make? I made 30. I just made 400. <laughs> you made 30. You tried to tell me yours is better than mine? Oh, you crazy. Listen. Listen, okay? Moderanos, Lauderdale, Pittsburgh, Atlantic City, Vegas, and coming soon. All hot. Cuz. The one and only. The one and only. The legendary. Okay? Steve Moderano. Whoa, man. Steve Moderano. What an episode, man. I mean, it's been a long time since I teared up like that. Just to hear how much passion and how much hurt and pain he has dealt with in his life and how he continues to be a shining light for people worldwide. Um, again, it was an honor to have Steve on. Make sure you go to Moderano's unbelievably authentic, real deal, top-notch Italian food. Um, they're in Fort Lauderdale. They're in Pittsburgh. They're in Vegas. They're in Atlantic City. And when Joey's Italian Kitchens come out, the sandwich shop, make sure you hit that up. Steve underscore Moderano on Instagram. Send him some love. Let him know how much you appreciated the episode. And I'm going to say this. Internet's. You want to advertise on a premium pizza? I don't care if you're a little brand, big brand, medium brand, whatever it is. Email me, the premium pizza 
at gmail.com. Again, that's thepremiumpeatshow at gmail.com. You want to learn about producing, you want to advertise on my show or other podcasts, you want to learn about scripted podcasts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, email me today, thepremiumpeatshow at gmail.com. Internet's one more time. Go to Apple, go to Spotify, go to SoundCloud, subscribe, rate, tell a friend and tell a friend about the Premium Pete Show. We're also on YouTube. Subscribe. I want to get our subscribers up. We're going to put more videos on YouTube. And as always, make sure you go to Pete'sPremiumPastaSauce.com and get yourself some of that 100-year-old family recipe straight out of Brooklyn. Okay? I'm out. I'll see you next episode. The one and only Steve Moderano. See you next episode of the Premium Pete Show. Peace and blessings to you and your families worldwide. Peace.